What up, world? It's your pass first point guard and Blazer beat writer, Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Damian Lillard is officially out for Friday and likely longer with a groin strain. He spoke to reporters Thursday when the Blazers returned to practice for their first official practice after the All-Star break. I want to play you some audio from his interview out of the practice facility in Tualatin. Wanted to let you hear a little bit from CJ McCollum, the guy who's going to be tasked with bringing, shouldering much of the load with Lillard out. And finally, in the third segment, I want to close the show talking about how the Blazers can functionally replace him. Obviously, CJ carries a major burden, but he cannot by himself replace what Damian Lillard does. And if he does by himself replace what Damian Lillard does, someone has to replace CJ and on down the line. So that's what we'll close the show talking about. Well, let's start here in this first segment. Hearing from the man himself, Damian Lillard, who gives a timeline for how long he might miss and discusses a little bit about where he's at in his rehab process and how he's approaching this groin injury that he suffered last Wednesday in the with about three minutes and 45 seconds left against the Memphis Grizzlies in the Blazers' final game before the All-Star break. So with a week off, little eight days now since the injury, here's what Dame has to say about where he's at. I feel uh, all right. I think um, I've been doing rehab since Thursday last week. Um, and it's gotten a lot better, but I think it's just one of those things where you um, you start feeling better right away. But I think that last 15, 10% is what takes the time. You know, that's what takes so long. So um, right now, just... Continuing rehab. Do you think you'll play tomorrow night? No. <laughs> no. Do you have a sense of how long you'll be out? I mean, if I had to guess, I would say at least three, three four games. Have three to five games. Have you ever injury before? No, I haven't. Have you practice today? No. So, Dan, this has to be hard for you. I mean, we know <laughs> how much a competitor you are. Is this... But you have to get it right. I mean, you can't you can't come back too soon, like you said, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that you you can't just say, "All right, I'm gonna play through it," because it can it could be bad. So you gotta take that time, um, and that's that's pretty much all you can do. Rehab, all the training. I've been doing all the training and rehab, and I could possibly do. Uh, so I'm sore as hell, but um, I got to take take time off to to let it um, heal completely. Um, but once that that happens, you know, I'll be back out there. Dave, how would you explain or describe your emotions right now, that? I don't know, just anxious. You know, I want these games to hurry up and just fly by so I can see where we're going to be and what needs to be done for us to, to get in the playoffs. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, all I can do. It's probably means Anthony's starting. How do you think he'll do? Uh, I think he'll do fine. Um, you know, I expect everybody to, you know, lift up their level of play uh, in my absence because just because of what we need to happen. You know, we don't really have a choice right now, so I, I wouldn't expect anything less. As the, as the leader of the groups, what sort of message you give to the team when you can't be out there with them? This is it. You know, it's, um, it's all or nothing. We got to, it's not like we got... Earlier in the year, we was like, oh, we got 50 games left, and we got 40 games left now. Like, it's 26 games, 15 at home, and um, we need 16 to 20 of them, and that's just what it is, and it's going to take focus. 
um, urgency. We got to be together. We got to want it more than the, the other teams, you know. And if if we don't, then it's going we're going to see what happens. We, we're going to be on the outside looking in, which is not what we want. So, you know, I think that's what the message should be from everybody, not just me. You work so hard. Uh, so how are you going to spend most of your time now? Doing the same thing. I mean, it's two sessions a day, steam room, hot tub, cold tub, soft tissue, um, ball handling. I can shoot. So, um, I mean, I can I can move around. It's just when I try to move around 100 percent, I, I can just feel that I can't do it. So um, it's not like I won't be doing nothing. I'll still be you know, moving around. So there you have it from Dame. He says he'll miss between three and five games. Three games would be this entire homestand. Friday against the New Orleans Pelicans, an important game for playoff seeding, obviously with the Pelicans right behind the Blazers in the standings. Sunday against the Detroit Pistons and Tuesday against the Boston Celtics. If he were to extend beyond that three games, it would be the beginning of a road trip at the Indiana Pacers, followed by at the Atlanta Hawks. And then if you're going to say Dame's timeline is 100% accurate, game six when he would return would be March 2nd. That's in Orlando to close out the trip. The Blazers play the Hawks on Saturday and then they close out the trip in Orlando on Monday. Dame will travel certainly with the team, even if he's not, even if they know he's not going to play, he's going to travel with the team just to be around them and be a leader and that type of thing. He can do his rehab things on the road with them. Seems like there's a soft landing spot for Dame to come back Wednesday. There's a home game against the Wizards. So if you were to miss six games, I think there's an obvious return date on on that Wednesday, March 4th. But I think the really interesting thing that Dame says is that not so much that he knows guys are going to pick up and step up, but that the team sort of understands the desperation. And and that's another obvious thing, but they understand the desperation in a really specific way. He says that they know that with 26 games left, they need to win between 16 and 20 games. That sounds like something that uh, doesn't take a mathematician to figure out how Dame's getting there. 16 games ago, the Blazers 41 wins on the year. That's over the last few seasons, that's the fewest number an eighth seed has gotten in the West. The uh, Grizzlies, who are just ahead of the Blazers, are have a really brutal schedule. While they have a soft cushion, they them finishing around 41-42 wins is really believable. And if the Blazers were to get the high end of Dame's prediction, if they win 20 of their final 26, they would finish with 45 wins. I'm going to go ahead and say 45 wins gets them in the playoffs. I'm not sure they can go 20 and 6, but if they do go 20 and 6, they're in. They won't have to worry about it. So with Dame out, the Blazers face some real uncertainty. Uh, I laid out earlier in this week in the episode that published on Monday how much they've struggled with him off the floor this year. That's not uh, that surprising. He's one of the 10 best players in the league. They don't have anyone who is close. But they do have a clear second best player, someone who is at least a reasonable facsimile of what Dame brings, although he is not nearly as good. And that gentleman is Christian James McCollum. In the second segment, I want to play a little audio from CJ McCollum at practice, talking about how he can step up, what he expects to do, and what he needs to do with Lillard out. All right, so we talked Damian Lillard's injury in the first segment. You got the nitty gritty. Dame's going to be out for three to five games by his estimate. Puts the Blazers potentially in a real bind. They are going to absolutely miss him. I'm not going to uh, reiterate the stats that I laid out in Monday's episode about how much the Blazers will miss Damian Lillard. Uh, You can go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. If you have, you already know they're way worse with him. 
But how do they stay the course? How do they get towards that 16 to 20 wins and that he laid out for them? Well, they got to start charting that path by having CJ McCollum play like an absolute star. I don't really want to spend this space debating whether CJ is capable of that or not. He's not as good as Damian Lillard. If he was capable of being Damian Lillard, he would be, right? Like we have, he's played seven NBA seasons. We, we know the deal. But he's a really good basketball player. And he understands where he's at, the position that the team is in, the position that he finds himself in without Damian Lillard. So I want to play a little bit of audio from practice. Uh, CJ McCollum speaking with reporters following the news being made public that Dame's going to miss a couple to a handful of games. I mean, you never want to see anybody go down. Like, that's my, that's like one of my best friends, especially in the NBA. So I feel for him, how hard he works, and I know he wants to be out there. But at the same time, he's got to move cautiously, um, understanding it's the growing, the way he plays, explosive, left to right, um, step backs, north south. He's got to be, gotta be careful. But I know he'll be back eventually, so uh, we'll hold it down until he gets back. What do you need to do, especially you in particular, to, to make sure you guys can keep picking up games uh, when he's going? Just play hard. That's the biggest thing. Play hard. Uh, try to execute. Keep the game close and win it down the stretch. Protect home court. And uh, just make sure I'm putting guys in the right position to succeed. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, Dame does a lot for us offensively, calling plays and facilitating and scoring. So um, I have to do a little bit more of that. But at the same time, uh, <laughs> At the same time, it's like one person isn't going to replace his production. We got to all, you know, be better. We got to all be more solid and defensively. Uh, really take the challenge to to guard and give ourselves a chance. How do you feel about your position right now with uh, as many games? Um, considering how we've played this season and you know what's kind of happened, we're in a position to kind of control our own destiny. I win as many games as possible. Uh, we play Memphis twice. We got New Orleans tomorrow. And uh, just take care of business. Uh, 15, I think we got 15 games at home, so I went at home and give ourselves a chance. All we can control is what we do. Really. You know, win as many games as possible and see what happens at the end. First, before we get into that, I want to give credit to who you heard asking those questions. It was Jason Quick of The Athletic, Jamie Goldberg of The Oregonian, and Joe Becker of K2TV. Always want to shout out journalists doing work on the ground. Those people provided you with the info you needed to know or wanted to know about C.J. McCollum. So C.J. says, I think importantly, that he knows he needs to step up his scoring and facilitating. That's pretty obvious. Uh, the big thing that comes to mind is, is he capable? And like I said, I'm not going to spend that, this space debating that. Uh, if you believe it, you believe it. I'm not here to convince you. What I will lay out is what he has done without Damian Lowered in the lineup recently. During the 2017-18 season, Damian Lillard missed seven games, and CJ McCollum averaged 24 points, 4.7 rebounds, and 4.9 assists. Certainly stepped up his season average, but not dramatically. Uh, that Those games happened in December. The Blazers were didn't get trucked in those games. Uh, CJ had a couple monster nights, including a 32-6-8 game against the Chicago Bulls, which was really one of his um, more well-rounded games of his career. But the Blazers kind of just treaded water and waited for Dame to get back. CJ was good. I don't think he was at this sort of season-saving level during those seven games. Last season, CJ only played one game where Dame wasn't there. And it was against the Atlanta Hawks, and CJ was a monster. He had 12.6 rebounds and 4 assists in the first quarter. He set the tone. Was absolutely fantastic. 
finishing that game with 28 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Uh, the Blazers didn't play very well, and CJ had to come back in and kind of get that triple-double at the end. He otherwise would not have. Uh, but everyone loves statistical symmetry, and and CJ in that game, particularly just setting the tone with that sort of do-everything fourth quarter, I think is the type of thing you would like to see him do this during this stretch, however long it may be. This season, uh, CJ has played two games without Dame. Uh, both losses, one of them against New Orleans in Melo's debut, and then uh, a couple nights later in Milwaukee, where the Blazers played really well, ended up losing by eight, uh, but ultimately coming up short against the best team in the league. It happens. But in those two games, CJ has averaged 29.5 points, five rebounds, seven and a half assists, a steal, and two blocks. He's shooting 47% from the floor and 45% from three. That's two games, but that is what they need from him. 29, 5, and 7. 29, 5, and 8. If you're, if we're, hell, if we're going to round up all of them, 35 and 8. That is the CJ they need. Is it the CJ they get? We don't know. But I think it's just a absolute certainty that CJ McCollum, who says he knows he needs to step up, knows he needs to step up his scoring and facilitating, has to play at that level. A little bit better is probably not good enough. He needs to take a a certain jump. But he is not the only one who needs to take a jump. What I want to talk about in the third segment to close the show is how realistically can the Blazers replace Damian Lillard's production? CJ is the first one, but there's some other dominoes that fall behind him. All right, still Mike Richmond, still locked on Blazers, still a pass first point guard, and we're still talking about how the Blazers will deal with Damian Lillard's injury in the first segment. You heard it from the man himself. Damian Lillard says he's going to miss between three and five games. In the second segment, you heard CJ McCollum say what he needs to do to step up, make a difference for the Blazers. But it isn't just CJ McCollum. Certainly, he needs to be really good. But there are other holes to fill behind him. In the audio in the first segment, uh, one of the reporters, I believe it was Kerry Eggers of the Portland Tribune, asked Damian Lord what he, how he thought Anthony Simons would play, assuming that Simons would start. I don't, I'm not 100% sure that's the case. If I had to guess who fills in at shooting guard, I'm going to say that it's Gary Trent Jr. This is for a variety of reasons. One, Gary Trent Jr. is better than Anthony Simons right now. And two, I think they want to save Simons' ball handling for the second unit. Uh, traditionally, when Stotts has needed a another ball handler, an additional ball handler is probably the best way to say that, he has leaned on Mario Hazonia. But Hazonia, who suffered a sprained ankle, is still out, has been ruled out for Friday's game, still suffering with a, what seems to be a pretty severe ankle injury. Nazir Little is back, but he's not exactly someone who fills that role. So if I had to guess how the Blazers handle that second unit, is that Anthony Simon gets the keys which means that he's less, in my eyes, less likely to start because they need his minutes in the second unit. That doesn't mean he won't close the game, but I, if I had to guess, we'll go CJ, Gary Trent Jr., Trevor Ariza, Carmelo Anthony, and Hassan Whiteside. Speaking of those other starters, the Blazers were already incredibly thin on guys who were really productive. They basically had between five and six guys each night they could count on depending on what Anthony Simons or Carmelo Anthony did. Hassan Whiteside needs help getting into his offense. He needs a real pick-and-roll partner. I think him and Dame's chemistry and sort of Hassan's lack of chemistry with the Blazers' other playmaker options might show up a lot in these games. Uh, Dame had really figured out a way to get Hassan into his spots. I think that's going to be key for the Blazers is they need Hassan Whiteside to 
pick up a little bit of the production. They can't just throw the ball into him and have him score, but they do need him to score a little bit of easy buckets on offensive rebounds, find some sort of pick-and-roll chemistry with either C.J. McCollum or Anthony Simons. I'm not sure anyone on else on the Blazers is really capable of a true two-man game with Hassan, but they'll have to figure something out there. Speaking of the other starters, Carmelo Anthony had been had been in a bit of a funk in February as one of his worst months on the team. Uh, his offensive production will go a long way to predicting the Blazers' success for the rest of the season, regardless of if Dame is in the lineup or not. But particularly with Dame out of the lineup, they need Carmelo Anthony to get back to being the best version of himself that he can find. The Blazers are going to feed him the way they normally do. They're going to clear out the right side of the floor and let him jab step and go to work. They're going to try to get him on switches and let him bully smaller defenders. They are just going to let Mello be Mello. That's where they've had the most success with him all season, is just playing to his strengths as an isolation scorer. Just unfortunately, over the last month, he hasn't shot the ball very well. That's a big deal. The Blazers also probably need a little more individual offense from Trevor Ariza. He's been really good filling in the gaps. He kind of, uh, either as a catch-and-shoot guy or just catching the ball when the defense is maybe not totally ready and attacking gaps. He's been useful in that way, but the Blazers need him to be a consistent 18-plus-a-night scorer over the next three to five games. Trevor Ariza's 35 years old, and he's been a major upgrade, but whether he's capable of that type of production remains to be seen. So that's, in my eyes, the formula. C.J. McCollum puts up that 35-8. and eight. If the C.J. McCollum that uh, scores 30 points and dishes out eight assists tonight shows up for five games, the Blazers will be in a really good spot. They need Gary Trent Jr. to continue to be a knockdown shooter and consistently score playing against NBA starters for the majority of his minutes. They need Anthony Simons, who they're going to give the keys to to be able to lead a second unit. I imagine it'll be a lot of Mello and Anthony Simons on that second unit. I assume Mello will stick to that same sort of sub out with at the six-minute mark and come back at, at the two- or three-minute mark of the first quarter and play on the second unit, the same uh, rotation that he's done with CJ, except now that he'll find himself mostly with Anthony Simons. That's two shot creators um, that can help Portland's second unit. They're going to need... Some obvious energy minutes from Nazir Little, who's healthy and is available to play Friday and almost certainly will see some real minutes, and from Caleb Swanigan, who has played hard but sometimes a little bit erratically as the backup center. But the Blazers' formula really hasn't changed too much. When Dame was healthy, they relied on a a handful of guys to carry them each night, and they'd found a real rhythm with a very thin rotation. It got a lot thinner, and they lost their best player. But that doesn't really change the idea. The They basically need the six dudes who are capable, and I'm throwing Anthony Simons and those six dudes who are capable list, to be at as good as they possibly can be. In my eyes, this is an incredibly steep test. They haven't played well against New Orleans all year, and missing Damian Lord certainly doesn't make that any more likely for them to buck that trend. The Pistons are not good. That is a must-win game. I don't really believe in must-win games. That's a really should-win game on Sunday. And the Celtics are fantastic. That would be, if Damian Lord misses only three games, the Blazers going 1-2 and two is very believable. 0-3 oh, is a nightmare. 2-1 and one is a really huge step forward, particularly if that win is against the Pelicans. It's going to get really interesting. 
Damian Lord says they need 16 to 20 games. If he misses five of them, that means he'll come back to the Blazers lineup with 21 games remaining in the regular season in one of the great scrambles for the eighth seed that you'll see. It's going to get fun. And it's a big test for some guys who have played smaller roles. That's all I got for you today. As always, do me a favor and tell your friends about this podcast. Let's grow the Lockdown Blazers community. They can find this podcast where they already get podcasts. That's on Google and Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, your podcatcher of choice. We are there. Just search Lockdown Blazers, smash that subscribe button, listen along. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.